I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you will hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Hello, everyone. You're listening to Battle Red Radio. My name is Matt Weston. Today, I'm joined by my hazy little something, my good friend Taylor. How are you doing this afternoon, man? I'm doing all right, and it's a uh, hazy little thing is what you should be calling you're me. My, you're my little something, though, not my thing. So, so I'm your little something? Yeah. Wait, wait. What would be the difference between a something and a thing? A thing's, like, I think more derogatory, where so something's, f- like, a little mysterious, you know? So you feel like that the Like, you're not, you're not an object, Okay, that yeah. makes me. You're like a little like. So you're saying I'm more than that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. You're a little ooh. <laughs> All right. You know what? I can I can accept that. That makes me feel a lot better about myself. Yeah. I'm into this. All That's right. That's good. Cool. Whoever, I'm I glad we what? like I'm, each. I'm ready for the show. I'm, I'm glad we like each other so far because I feel like all that's going to progressively change as we get more and more f- through this. That's true. Oh, by the way, so have you been recommending it to people? I say it's like sixty percent good. The cast is good. The yeah. jokes are good. The clown is cool. But it's a thesis statement, and there's no cl- there's no space turtle. Oh my god! I just so been, mad about the space turtle. Man, I just tell everybody it's this easy. It's long. It's good, yeah. but man, you're gonna be sitting there being like, "What am I doing here?" I only slept it's, for f- 15 minutes during it. Okay, well, it's I didn't sleep That's for any good. of it, and I had to go to work the next day. See, nobody cares about my feelings; they only care about your feelings. Okay. This is what I talk about about you being selfish all the time. I am selfish. Yeah. See. Why don't we call this the Taylor Show? Why don't like Why don't we go back to it's where called, it's called Battle Red Radio? Why don't we call it like Red Taylor Radio? Okay. <laughs> uh, no, it's fine though. But like, yeah, I mean, I had a big day that day. I did a lot. I can't believe I even stayed up for that long through it. Oh, poor you, huh? So you, you ready for the news? Oh wait, we got news hour. Yeah. Oh. So if you don't remember, Week One the NFL season happened last Sunday. It was a lot of fun. I enjoyed almost all the games. Except for Tampa Bay, San Francisco. What are you I'm, talking? Oh, wait, you can't stop there because you were bragging about you. This is your team, man. You can't. I'm. Will oh, never I was so you, excited for this. Game. I will never let you go of this. All right, this is really your team that you have stuck with. Jameis is your quarterback. Since Bruce March. Arians is your coach. Yeah, yeah. This is your team. Mike Evans is your guy. Yeah, I'm not disagreeing with any of this. All right. Then the first play of the series starts, and they have like two tight ends and one uh-huh. wide receiver, and they're in the I formation, like. Bruce, what are you doing? <laughs> That's what you, Bruce, Bruce, stop it. And they ran the ball twice and then threw an incompletion. Like, oh, okay, I guess we're not doing this at all. I guess we're not partying. Well, what are you talking about? That's I had my bucket hat on. I raised the flag. You know, I was in the tiki. To- I was holding my tiki torch. I was ready to party. Yeah, it's because no, this there's season, no partying. When Bruce showed up to Tampa, he saw Jameis throw the football and he goes, crap. <laughs> He goes, that's what I'm going to be stuck with. So I got one year of this, and then I get to be rid of it. Like, he's, this is Jameis. All he does is, you know what? Who cares? Triple coverage? I got it. All right, this is my space. Okay, well, (laughs) yeah, two of those throws are bad, but he threw one of his interceptions, went off O.J. Howard's hands. It wasn't his fault. 
Okay. He threw probably he threw other probably four other passes that should have been intercepted, which were his fault. But hey, those don't count in the box score. They also had two holding penalties that negated touchdowns on the same drive. That's what you want. Uh, they went for it on fourth and four in the red zone, and nobody was open. And Winston just like laid down, and took a sack. He also does that thing where he throws the ball through the back of the end zone in the red zone if he can't see anything. He got called for intentional ground that forced another field goal. Um, the he whole just thinks is that it's okay, no matter what. I can yeah, just no matter throw where I'm at, I can just like it's throw cool. in the back of the end zone. <laughs> Nobody's gonna care. I promise. This is not a flag. He's like nobody's even watching. He didn't this even know game. that was in the rule book when somebody threw the flag out there. He goes, "No, no, no, no. It's cool." Yeah, I do. Don't this. worry, Bruce. I got this. Don't worry. I do this all the time. <laughs> Bruce is staring at him, shaking his head. <laughs> yeah, I, I, dude, this is your team. This is who you the wanted. Only, but the only thing worse than them, the 49ers are awful too. Oh my gosh. Hold on, is so are they batters at Jimmy G? Yeah, here you go. So Garoppolo, his average air yards per attempt, five point two yards. So like his average complete, his average pass oh attempt, God. the ball only went five yards in the air. Ooh. His average completion, the ball only went two point one yards in the air. Oh, he threw one pass, and there's that play action touchdown pass that was like it was a good throw. Everything else in that though, it was terrible. He averaged less than five point seven yards the first down marker on his throws. This is like rather strange. It was disgusting. And I don't really get it. Do you think that the injury has played a part in where he is like progressing? Or do you think that maybe he was always this way? I just feel like that whenever know. he first went to the 49ers, though, he looked good. He was throwing the ball downfield. He, he and now quick he's, was the biggest thing. Like, but, he has that quick arm. And now he's not, though. Yeah, he wasn't. It was bad. He doesn't look good at all. The one thing that was I was happy to see for the 49ers, though, last year, two interceptions. Three interceptions last game. Oh, right. Very already, right. already broke the record. Oh, yeah. And by the way, the 49ers already lost another running back. So oh, that's yeah. good. They already lost Coleman. Oh, really? Yeah. How long? I don't know for how long. I Monster just know he's not playing. Good, yeah, no, it's Brita and then Monster. Brita was already went to the locker room, though. That by the way, Monster's still on the waiver wire. You gonna pick him up? Yeah, I may do that right Dude, now. Dude, don't do that right now. Wait, uh, what are you doing? So yeah, it was a, it was really it was really Wait, a bad game. You're really going to this? Yeah, I can't, I can't, this is a big thing. Dude. Oh god. Uh, yeah, I couldn't believe how bad that game was. Also, Josh Allen, the accuracy's cooking now. Okay. John, like he made All some, right. he threw some dimes go. to John. The man Brown. who threw two interceptions and two TDs and didn't even have hey, 300 you, yards. No, but also, yeah, what, like 265 or something? 264. Okay, also, there we go. Inter- the interceptions. One bad pass became intercepted. Other Cole Beasley, little Cole Beasley, his little hands hits him in the hands, bumps up to CJ Mosley, intercepted. Neither of those interceptions were by his the, fault. By the way, the Cole Beasley, uh, you need to give back now five million dollars. Yeah, you you're getting paid way too much to be able to do that. With yeah, he hands. can't be dropping. You can't do that, man. Like that. And do you think John Brown and him are the real deal? You think John Brown is his numero uno? Dude, he looked good. He did look good, he which is why good. it was kind of surprising. Also, and that, like game winning touchdown, he threw two. Like he underthrew it because the defensive back wasn't looking. He okay, was under, here field. we go. So you're he saying that he throw, knew yeah, what he, he was doing? He was looking at the cornerback. His head was this way. Underthrows it. Brown's looking at him. He stops, catches it, cuts around, score. 1716 Buffalo. Baby. You're in love. This oh, is all I, this is. You're just player. in love. This is he's this is just a crush. He's the best. You dude. just think that no matter what, they didn't shower last night. It's okay. Their hair looks great that way. They didn't need a shower. It just because they wanted it to be like swayed a certain style. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> That's who you are. Yeah. This I do is like middle it. school all over again, man. Yeah, I'm just, you know, I'm falling in love again. It's like last year all over again, me and Josh. (laughs) Also, but I did cheat on him. Uh, Sam Darnold got mono because I was kissing him too much. Okay. Okay. (laughs) 
wait, wait. You were never, you were never a Sam Darnold fan. Yeah, but so wait, which means that Sam Darnold was just the bad boy that you weren't interested in, but he persuaded you to be able to kiss him. Yeah, this is this is getting though. emotional. Yeah, and deep. Yep. I'm liking this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Yeah, look, I have my I, I have my eyes open the entire so time. So who's too. your first? My first. Yeah, your first. We don't need to talk about that. All right, I'm only talking about the present. So for the news, Sam, it is. Yeah, so I picked a monster. I'm excited. You honestly picked yeah, him up. Yeah, thanks for the heads up. Uh, so the news hour, New York Jets, Le'Veon Bell getting an MRI Thursday on his shoulder. Not a surprise. They said it's probably not a tear, though. It's not a tear. It's just, I mean, he hasn't been hit. What are you, you going to oh, do? They did the MRI, or MRI already. Um, revealed no major damage or tears. Yeah. Okay, there you go. He's also their best receiver, too. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Only because I did see an outlet pass where Sam Darnold... He threw it to uh, Robbie Anderson, and I, I thought Anderson should have gotten it, and then he was like a step or two behind the pass. That was a bad throw. Well, no, Maybe the problem a little was bit, that but Donald saw that too it. late, though. Like, fair, he's open. Fair, okay, I'll give you that right one. Right away. It's just Anderson. I still felt like I was like, dude, did you lose a step? He looks slower to me. No, I, I mean, don't know. He wasn't he's beating off the corner. One or so, though. So he was still like the speedster. He's, he's I think it's because of the hair. Mm, the yeah. hair is weighing him down. The Nickelodeon down. hair. The <laughs> 1996 Nickelodeon hair. Nick at night, man. Nickelodeon. No, Nick at night. No, it's like a Rocco's Modern Life hair, though. Rocco's Modern Life ended up being at Nick at night. I just remember I Love Lucy at Nick at night. I feel like Rocco's Modern Life turned into like an adult show after a while. It's for both. I don't even know how that was possible. It's for the cooler brother. I never was a Rocco Modern Life guy. Whenever I, they brought it back to Netflix now, I'm just like, uh, I yeah. guess. Bring back Are You Afraid of the Dark? Yeah, cowards. Let me get really impressed. Yeah. Yeah. I'd probably watch one episode and be like, yeah, I don't, I don't like this. Um, <laughs> I'm done. Washington, Darius Geis out indefinitely following another knee surgery. Not surprised. It was eight weeks, I think. I think they're saying six to eight weeks on that. If he wasn't playing for Washington, he'd be okay. But because he's playing for the Red- the Redskins are just like maybe, but they're he- just ha- harvesting people for body parts. But I, okay, what if they are doing? I think that? that's now what you doing. have discovered something entirely different. Let's touch on this. At a first, little I bit. thought they were Indian burial ground, uh-huh. but I don't think so anymore. I think they're oh. harvesting body parts. So you think that's why they haven't changed the Redskins name? It's because it's all about sit. It, it's an honor of the bones they are taking in order to create. Are they going to create a super bean? Do you think Schneider hims? Is it Schneider? It's I Schneider, think he's right? just selling it to China. I think I think he's building himself like a super bean body. You know, like how they did in Wolverine. Oh, so he can live forever. Or something? Yes, he's trying to discover a fountain of youth. Hmm. Dude, well, he's sacrificing late. Oh. He's sacrificing talent like they did in Space Jam. He's there we taking go. it. There we go. But like with ligaments and staph, yeah. and then he put staph infections in. Yeah, he's the leader of Moron Mountain. Yeah. Yeah. That works. Uh, also, way, can you believe that was called that in a kid's It's movie? called Moron Mountain? It's called Moron Mountain. I can't remember. Crazy. Uh, Washington, more optimism on Jordan Reed this week. Just okay, stop. just uh, yeah, just we're stop. done. I already told you this with the concussions. We're done. Cincinnati, Joe Mixon, ankle remains sidelined still. I Giovanni on my bench for fantasy, so we're cool. Mm, okay. I'm not uh, starting. Rap now. sheet, Ronald Jones in line for more work. Okay. No. Yeah, Throw man. the ball downfield. Yeah, what? Stop giving him the ball. <laughs> what are we doing? Jesus. Um, Sterling Shepard remains sideline for the Gi- Giants. Hey, uh, so who is the Giants receiver? Can you name me one guy? Evan Ingram. No, no, no that's a tight end. That's tight end as a running back. Can you name me one wide receiver at this point? A guy that. <laughs> I have nobody, Matt. After Sterling, I'm done. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I got nothing, man. They ha- I know they have that one guy. That one dude. 
Yeah. Isn't that that one rookie who's that one guy? Yeah, that one guy. <laughs> All right. Uh, Jacksonville, you ready for this one? Foles targeting week 11 return? Oh, God, the clavicle, man. It's yeah. just, it's not good. Dude, he threw a good touchdown when he got hit. Uh, he was on fire. Jesus was he doing it. He was on him. fire until that throw. Just stop it. He was it. bad until that Jesus throw. Jesus was doing that it, That was man. a great throw, though. You knew what he was about to do. You just saw it in his face. Well, you were like, here it comes. Jesus, Here it comes. Jesus rose on the third day. Nick Foles rose in the on third the third quarter. drive. The third qu- third drive. There you Damn. go. <laughs> yeah. Damn. Uh, Mike Williams knee absent again Thursday. The Chargers slot receiver. Uh, it looks like he uh, has the Keenan Allen bug instead of Keenan Allen. Yeah. It's like Keenan Allen sacrificed himself in order to give it to Williams. That's fine. That's the weird. Chargers have a Chargers season, but they may still be good anyway. No, I hate them. <laughs> wait, 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 why are you even saying their name? I don't uh, even say their name on this. We're you know done ha- with them. You know what happened to me? Wait, what? So I watched the Chargers Colts okay, game. Okay, I'm they, done. They had these jerseys, and they had yellow face masks. And I was like, uh, I'm back. By the way, I'm, I'm back again. I need to replace you. I need to replace you with somebody else lo- for my I show loved, here. I love the yellow face mask. For Red Taylor blog, I'm going to have to be replacing you for the show. That's fine. All right. That's fine. Send an email to one of the guys. I'm sure they'll, be, uh, they'll accept you. I'll take it up with Jeff. That's fine. Uh, Baltimore Marquise Brown expected to play. Ooh, does that get you excited? Yeah. Whatever. I'm Baltimore's fine. overrated. You heard it here first. I'm yeah, fine. Yeah. Don't them. get don't get all blown away by that first game. It's against Miami. Miami wants to lose. God, I hate this. I wish we gambled more. No, I would lose. No, like that's why I don't gamble. I lose every time. I mean, what, when the locks was Miami under. Yeah, but no matter what, they're trying. Yeah, e- either way, they should. That's going to be an under. They're going to win two games. Do you think they go 0 and 16? They go 0 and 16 because they want to go 0 and 16. Oh, okay. Yeah, take right. on that. All right. So we're going to start off today's show with the Jacksonville Jaguars hosting the Houston Texans. The Jaguars are nine and a half point underdogs. They're at home. So last week, Nick Foles gets hurt. In comes Gardner Vishnu. So Gardner Vishnu, he completed 22 of 25 passes on throws that, and they, these weren't all just short passes. Also, I thought his name is Minshew. I call him Vishnu. Well, what? Which is the Indian? Which is like the the Hindu god of order, because he brought order back to Jacksonville. Why do I even talk to you? Uh, so Vishnu, on throws greater than 10 yards, five for five, 56 yards, 156 yards, and a touchdown. These weren't just like short little passes. He was dinking around the field. He was slinging it some. He was tossing that that mustache around a little bit. I don't even know what that means, but that sounded really perverted. All I'm going to say is, come on, man. It, it's the same thing on how I always feel whenever a guy comes in. Kansas City's defense, for by the way, is terrible. They Just, could stop the run that game, though, which is uh, weird. Uh, Last year, they could stop the pass. They couldn't stop the run. This year, they're stopping the run. They couldn't stop the pass. It doesn't matter. Well, it they, just really. It's Tyra Matthews' fault. There's. Okay, here he we was go. Terrible, that All game. right, let's get the no, personal I'm, I'm feelings done. out. Are you done? Are you done? You want to talk? Terrible, I feel like we're going to talk a little bit more about him later. That's fine. Either way, whenever it comes down to the Jacksonville Jaguars, whenever the injury happened with Nick Foles, it's like what always happens whenever you see a rookie quarterback coming in. Everything with the offense just slowed down. Everything was just slower. Okay. So, yeah, he was making passes downfield, but the pace wasn't, oh, we got to get points. We got to go. We got to go. It was more like, take your time. Everything's going to be okay. I think it's just how the Jags are, get there. Yeah. The Jags are just a slower team. Guess what? With Nick Foles in the game, I don't think it would have been that way because Nick Foles would have probably realized, hey, we're down by about three scores. We should probably speed everything up now instead of 
okay, you caught this. Everything's going to be okay. I don't know. I just, I get what you're saying. It was solid, but I also just think Kansas City defense is that bad, and they just gave him the points just to say, here you go, big guy. That's fair. I mean, he made some good throws, though. Yeah, and so, like, I understand. I can make those throws. Like, I understand that the line, because it's a backup quarterback and all, but here's the problem for Houston. They don't, they can't cover the middle of the field. We just watched the New Orleans game Here where Ted Ginn caught seven catches on seven targets. Uh, Michael Thomas caught ten catches on twelve targets. I believe Alvin Kamara caught seven catches. Wait, wait, wait! wait. I'm not going to let you. Targets. I can't let you continue. No, no. Let me finish. Let me but finish. But Colvin, you got rid of. So you're done now with that. They problem. don't have another option though. They have no other option. You blamed the entire game on one guy, man. Uh, that's what they did. That's what but they they, did. Well, I have no idea what else they're going to do. You know who would have helped? Jadavion Clowney. Oh. They have one sack and three quarterback hits. But even after on what you see with the whole, because here's my thing: your offense looked a hell of a lot better because they threw the ball downfield. Exactly, that's all they had to do last year. Okay, seriously, let Bill take his baby steps as they come. All right, <laughs> You're this is like, your this is your six. <laughs> you know what? We've had this conversation I mean, about coaches. I actually, I okay, saw, I saw something there, and I was like, "Yeah, Bill Bryan's gonna be a damn good coach. Going to be. He's going. To this be. is the sixth year." He's going He's wasted our entire lives. You know what? Look at we these. We used to be young. These young coaches are just coming up. Do you yeah. see that Bill O'Brien down in Houston? He <laughs> is coming up. He's not one of those new offensive geniuses. Yeah, really taking over the league. <laughs> By the way, I can't believe. Do you okay? Do you blame it all on Coleman? No, it's their entire middle. Of their, they couldn't get a pass rush, and nobody could cover them. It was Zach Cunningham versus Kamara couldn't cover them. It was Eric Reed versus. Michael Thomas couldn't cover him. It was Tayshawn Gibson versus Michael Thomas. Couldn't cover him. It was uh, it was Gibson versus Jared Cook. Couldn't cover him. It was J- Jaleel Day versus Jared Cook. Couldn't cover him. They can't cover the middle of the field at all. With any, they don't have a third cornerback, and they were 20th in DVA against a lot of receivers last year anyways. This is a new problem. We knew it was bad. They didn't even add anything to address, and they had $70 million in cap space. And Lonnie Johnson's the cornerback they draft. He's like, Somebody asked him, was like, what are you going to bring to the field when you play? So they didn't draft me to sit on the bench. Ooh. I'm bringing physicality. I cover right. anybody everywhere. He couldn't even play man coverage in Kentucky. <laughs> he can't play the slot. The only thing he could probably do is like play like cover three and run down the sideline. He's big and strong, but he doesn't know how to play at all. And I, I, I hope they play him in the slot. It's even worse. The only thing is, is that the Jaguars' passing offense isn't the Saints' passing offense. There we but go. it's a watered-down version of it. It still is similar in the fact that they want to attack the shorter middle part of the field. Um, they want to run the ball. They want to run play action off of it. And the one thing I think they can also do is throw the ball down the sideline with Chark versus uh, versus either Roby or Joseph too. So like I think this is still going to be like a probably like a mid twenties game. Like I think the Jaguars are still going to be able to score points against Houston. Oh wait, 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 but you don't think that Houston's really going to struggle in this game? No, I think it's going to be close though. What? Why? Yeah. Because everything I just said. Okay, I think everything you just said is a big bunch Jag- of malarkey. The Jags still have a good defense. I'm using, I'm using a big word right now, malarkey, because that's what you are right now <laughs> with what you're saying with this team. You're the biggest hater on their own team where I feel like at least your offense this year, you guys are trying to match the Kansas Cities. You're trying to match just pure offense where we're not going to have the defense. Who gives a damn? Yeah, that's Hopefully the idea. they can stop a drive. It didn't work that bad against New Orleans. You're trying to tell me that you weren't one of those Houston fans that were on the edge of your seat saying, we got this against New Orleans. Oh, I never thought they were going to win the entire time. Real, yeah, but that's <laughs> just because you want them to lose. No, because... If they would have won, how much hate would you have received? 
if how much hate would I have received? Yeah, how much hate? Because you're the one who Zero. just oh please, everybody wants you to lose in this. Okay, here's the thing: because you think your team's still gonna lose. Yeah, because I've watched them blow it for my entire life. Well, wait, before you go it on, never stop. Before you go on, I want to know: with Nick Foles now out, do you think that Houston is still not gonna win the division? Um. Yeah, I still think so. I'm done with you. Go on, so. go on with whatever you're saying. I hate you so much. They're gonna what have is your problem. They're gonna have to win every game against teams that run the ball, and then on top of all that, they're gonna have to win that game they won. They lost on Monday. They're gonna have to win all. Would you? I, I, they're gonna have to win those close one possession games. You're too. out of your mind. So you think that Houston can't beat Brissett? Even though, ma'am, did you see Andy? Andy was on fire. Brissett just threw the ball too short. They Either way, Brissett, and now what? What is his name? You can't pronounce it properly. Minshew? Garner yeah. Vishnu. It's Minshew. It's Vishnu. Either way. He's the Hindu god. Even with even though Tennessee, damn, Tennessee. Whew, well, okay. I was not expecting the, that all. The Browns, thing. one for 10 on third down. Their average third down, they face 12.6 yards. They face third downs of like 24, 18, 16, 14, 14 yards. They had four, four, four third down conversion attempts that were four yards or less. Didn't get one of them. You know who your uh, Houston team is reminding me a lot of now that we're talking about it, and especially with the game on Monday? Yeah. It's the Pittsburgh Steelers when they had Antonio Brown. It's kind of like that offense where the defense is going to give up everything, but yet Pittsburgh's going to be in every single close game. Because, they're yeah, they're passing and, offense. And and exactly. Man, I really do believe in this offense. I really yeah, do too. like your team. No, 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 you I, don't. I love, I love the passing offense except for the offensive line part and the fact that Deshaun Watson was – hit 11 times and sacked six times. And, like, I love how every receiver they have does something different. And, like, I can, I think they can score 31 points a game. But those are still going to be one-possession games that they're going to play. And they have to win all these run-heavy games. Uh, I mean, I think the biggest thing that's going to help them out in this one is the fact that J.J. Watts should actually be good instead of had zero sacks, zero quarterback hits, um, zero tackles. He had one pressure was all because he's going up against Ryan Ramchek. He's going up against rookie Juwan Taylor. Cam Robinson still has a knee problem. Josh Wells was pretty good last Sunday. But, like, watch should have, you know, they should have at least, like, four or five sacks this game. And I think that's, like, the biggest thing for them compared to the Saints game in this one is that the pass rush should actually be there in this game. I feel a little bit bad for J.J., but even after watching that game and what you've received from the offensive side, it, by the way, Carlos Hyde, hello, 10 carries, 83 yards. What are we talking about now? They look fast. Looks it look, Dude, Which, Johnson looks I'm fast not too. surprised with how Carlos Hyde looked, just to let you know. He because hasn't been Kansas good in City, three years, But though. they insulted him. Oh, yeah. Everybody's been insulting him. So it's more like he has something to prove at this point. And before we cut it, we have to talk about, even for me as a Cowboys fan, DeAndre's the best receiver in the league. Yeah, he is. Hopkins is the best receiver. It's you. You can see how different it is when Drew Brees is throwing Michael Thomas the ball where Michael Thomas is – it just seems much harder for him to get yards and for him to catch. I don't know if that sounds right or if yeah. that if you even know what I'm saying right now, but everything just seems much more difficult for Michael Thomas whenever a ball's thrown to him versus DeAndre. And DeAndre could have two guys on him, but yet DeAndre's going to make it look easier. Yeah. Well, and the thing about Hopkins is that he's always open. How? Like he and it's like even if he's covered, he's still open. And it makes of no his sense. Hands and everything, his body control. Uh, my favorite play that gave me have was, you know, he's impressed covering this Marshawn Lattimore, and he does this, like, crawl off the line where you just, like, walk real slow. And, like, he's just walking at him as the ball's been snapped. And then he waits for Lattimore to jam him. Lattimore does. He shoves his hands up, then runs right past him. takes He runs a slant route, catches an easy touchdown. And he had three drops in that game, too. 
I just, like he should have had 200 yards probably. I I don't know a better receiver at this point, and I don't think anybody can convince me otherwise. Like I said, Amari Cooper, man, do I love Julio Jones. Julio is Julio. I don't know if anyone's better than DeAndre, man. Yeah, he's the best. And especially because you don't have the baggage of others. Odell, everyone can say whatever they want about Odell, but my God, we're focusing now on a watch versus yeah. his performance, and yet DeAndre is once again going under the radar. Where yeah, I think Odell had four catches for 56 yards. That's what I'm saying. Who gives a crap about that guy at this point? Like what I told you, he is overrated. He just Boom. wishes. He wishes. Hey, stop that. He just wishes he was a basketball player. Man, why are you yelling at me like this? Uh, yeah, so what's your pick for this game? When it comes to this game, of course, I have the Texans in this. I've been building your team up. I don't think the Jags are going to be well because before we cancel this out, I don't think the Jags defense now believe in their team. It's the same thing with Blake Bortles. The Jags defense, they focused on whenever their quarterback went out, and they just don't play as hard. That's where I'm at with this team now. I have the Texans 24. I have the Jags 13. I have an ass whooping here. Mm, that's a big one. Uh huh. I have Houston winning 24-20. Okay. Yeah, you just have like a touchdown difference. I just don't think the Jags are going to score that many points, I'm going to be honest. Yeah, they'll be able to score points if they'll get I don't think that they're going to score the that Texans many points. The Texans have a bad defense. They're going to try to run the ball with Fournette, which is why they're going to get – it's going to be six. That's the one thing that would be a problem. They're going to have six points, and the Texans are going to have 20, and they're going to be like, all right, let's run Fournette. We're going to run him. Yeah. Let's run him. Why are we going to run him? Just run him. That's what we do here. What, why should we do that? It's the third quarter. Run them. Um, well, it's still be a fun game because Ramsey versus Hopkins is always a lot of fun. Yeah, until Ramsey gets embarrassed by the best receiver in the league. He doesn't get embarrassed, but he has he has his struggles. He talked a lot of smack about a lot of people. Guess what? Not he's about been DeAndre, em- though. He's been embarrassed by the people he's talked smacked about. No uh, matter what you could say well, about Josh him. Well, Josh Allen embarrassed him. I can go on and on with the list that he, he stated. He's never said anything bad about DeAndre. He goes, what's his 9 rating? 99. So yeah, it makes sense. He's uncoverable in the game. He's uncoverable in real life. That's what he said. Oh yeah, does that make you? He wants to play in Houston, but Houston won't have the cap space because they have to pay everybody else. And you're not gonna pay him. I wouldn't pay him. I would pay him. Why? You don't want to pay him. He's a top five. I'll put it to you this way: I'm not paying Byron Jones, and I'm okay with that. Okay. All right. So the next game we have here: the Oakland Raiders going to Kansas City. The Chiefs are only seven point favorites. You'd expect this for maybe be like a 10-point line, a double-digit line. No. Uh, did you like watching the Oakland Raiders play on Monday night? I was surprised. Dude, what the hell did I watch? Even though, let's go back to this, is it really Oakland being that good or is it your case, which is Joe Flacco is just Joe Flacco and He's a piece the of worst. crap. See, He's the worst non-quarterback in football. And that's where it can be at, and that's where I figure you would go with it, which is why I wasn't putting too much stock into the win. It's just... It's similar to what I was going to say about Dallas with this team. It's still a convincing win, though. It's yeah. still like you didn't struggle with oh, the team sure. at all. So it's still you went out there, you took care of business, regardless of how bad that other team is, you still didn't struggle or lose sight of the whole overall point. Yeah. Well, and it goes back to that same thing, too, that it's not like great teams beat bad teams by a lot of points, and they beat good teams, and they win and lose close games like a 500 margin, you know? And it's like, yeah, like beating – even though they beat the Dolphins by 52 points, it's impressive. Dallas beating you know, a bad Giants team by that much is still impressive because being bad teams by a lot of points indicates that you're probably a really good football team. I mean, I think this would happen in the Oakland game. Actually, I know this would happen in the Oakland game. Ooh, here we go. Let's get the Matt's so, corner uh, view. So Bradley Chubb and Von Miller, zero quarterback hits, zero sacks. 
the Raiders were able to pass protect very well against Denver. Also, like Vic Fangio, like I was really interested to learn more about his defense. His Von Miller dropping back in coverage and playing the run way too much. And you don't like re- that. Yeah, it was bizarre. It's, you don't want to do that. It doesn't make at sense all. at all. And so Carr has no pressure. When the, nobody's pressuring Carr, he's great. He has great arm talent. He has great accuracy. He has a great arm. Whenever he's pressured, that's when we have problems. That's when he ends up crying, that sort of thing. But Stop it. That that being said, they pass protect well. They gave him plenty of time. They got the ball out quickly. And Carr was great in that environment. So the thing about Oakland, though, is that if they can keep doing that, if they can give him time to throw, Oakland may be like a 500 team, a 7-1 team this year. They won't be like the 5-1 team that they were expected, uh, you know, maybe a week ago after they cut Antonio Brown, the whole thing happened. But I think that's primarily like what happened. Flacco's really bad, and then two, they gave Carr plenty of time to throw. And by the way, before I get to my overall point, which is I think my my little prediction of Josh Jacobs being the best uh, rookie for the offensive side is coming true here. It's coming for a tuition, you could say. A fruition. A fruition. Is a it fruition? <laughs> is it fruition? Fruition? It's a fruitopia ition. It, you know what? We're going to say fruitopia ition. Yeah, we're right. saying. <laughs> Either way, whenever it comes down to it, I was just really impressed because it's kind of going back to how is it that Oakland Raiders were the team that was on hard knocks? They were the team with distraction with Antonio Brown. But yet, they were the team that just went out there being, oh, this is football. We're just going to go out here and do business. While Denver looked like the team with all the distractions. Yeah. That, to me, was the most impressive thing. Where I guess it just goes back to what Gruden really was establishing throughout training camp. Antonio was never here. So, it doesn't even matter. We've been preparing for him to not play the entire preseason. Yeah. So, this is the team that we've always had. Josh Jacobs doing what he did. Williams doing what he did. I mean, it was... Williams has always been a good deep threat. Exactly. You know what was funny about him, though? Like, whenever you looked at his previous two years in Los Angeles, same numbers, back-to-back years. And he was the going... Keenan was out, too. Yeah, I mean, he, he was over 1,000 like, yards and everything. No, he would just always have, like, 700 yards in both those years. Well, when Keenan was out, he had over 1,000. Don't don't mess with me. I looked, I looked at. I'm, dude, saying, I'm talking about the last two years. Don't you? Don't, I'm gonna hit you, dude. Because I was looking at the research these. for fantasy. He had the same number of fantasy points the past two years, and now here he is the number one guy. And like Taylor he caught, him up. he caught two deep passes this game, last game. And that was kind of all it took. Uh, I thought Josh Jacobs was fine. He broke some tackles, but he got 23 carries, you know, and having that volume and not being you know terrible. And the Broncos still have a good defense. Uh, but you know, one of the things I liked about last week, I liked whenever the things that like, football, things change too fast, and so it's good when things stay the same, like, after one year. So, Chicago still has a really good defense. Um, James Winston still throws a lot of interceptions. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Even though they were in Tyler's fault. You can't use that as a point. Dude, I'm going to hit you can so hard. You can't because can. you believed in him. DeAndre you Hopkins believed is really in good. Him. The Texans offensive line is really bad. Uh, and then also, the Kansas City Chiefs still have the best offense in football. I don't believe that anymore. And so it's nice to have that same don't consistency. Don't believe that. You're lying, well, who's dude. better than their offense then? Uh, did you not see the Dallas Cowboy offense? They play the Giants defense, though. Oh, that's great. The Jags had top 10 defense the last two years. You know what? And what Kansas City did once. It was hot, too, outside. Yeah, they still oh, came out cares? there and did it. And just to let you know, they would have had the best offense. I would have agreed with you. Until Tyreek Hill got there it. There it is. I was but waiting for you to say it. The thing was, so Sammy Watkins, that's the best he's ever looked. Hey, can we at least establish one thing? Because Sammy Watkins had a big day, 198, three TDs. And in fantasy, he was a killer for across the board. Yeah. Hey, Matt, how many leagues did you have him in and how many leagues did you start him in? I have him in all three leagues. There we go. 
How many uh, leagues did I you start? I started him in zero of them. All right. And I, I went two and one, though. Okay, dude. I went two and one myself. Yeah, pretty good. Interesting. Yeah. Woo! Uh, no, I always have Sammy Watkins. I'm like, am I really going to take Sammy Watkins? The same thing happened this year, too. It's like, am I really going to have to take him? And I took him, and here we are. Yeah, I just don't think that can That's why I'm kind of he interested looked, in this he, game. The thing is, he looked entirely different, though. The way he looked last week, just like his explosiveness, his speed, his quickness, he's never looked that fast before. And I wonder what they're doing in Kansas City. Everybody there is fast, and it's like, do they target fast players, or are they like really good at stretching people? Do they know how to make people faster? I have no idea what it is, but he looks like an entirely different player this year than he has in his entire career. Did LaShawn McCoy sabotage himself in Buffalo in order for him to get cut so that he can then join back up with Andy Reid so that they can hold hands together and I just be friends? Like it. it's cool. I like that. I look. think that's the weirdest thing on planet Earth. Dude, he, he had good. 10 carries for 81 yeah. yards. What was that? That was old Shady McCoy. Also, Where is that coming from? I like how he from? doesn't tuck his jersey in either. And did you also see how many uh, Williams had? Uh, Damien. Yeah, yeah. Did I you think see he had 100 what? Hundred plus. No, 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 no. When it comes to carries, it was like ten for like uh, twenty one. Gotcha. It was gross. He was good in the passing game, though. He caught exactly. Touchdown. He was good in the passing. Where Shady McCoy was tearing him up with the carries. I just can't believe that. It was the weirdest thing when LaShawn was cut, and then everyone goes, oh, Andy's going to pick him up. I wonder if LaShawn's going to start. How can you just imagine There's that no, he's automatically going to start? It doesn't which, matter when it's a running back, though. They all just play a lot. Yeah, but... They all take turns. I don't know. I think it's very I think it's very weird that LaShawn truly looked the way he did in this offense. He looked pretty good last year at times, too. I know he did, and he yeah. looked gross. No, he, Nobody I watched, would want I him. I vividly remember watching like him week 10, like, oh, he's still got some juice. It was like right before the trade deadline. And they were talking about him getting traded. He looked pretty good. That how weird though that the Kansas City versus Jags, the two guys lost their, during their clavicles. Mm. Mm. I just don't know if that's really what's going on down there. Yeah, it must be because it's too hot, according to you. Yeah, well, that's why they beat New England last year down there. It's too hot for the Patriots. The Tyree Kill thing is not going to work out. Well, with they have, Mikul- with they him have being Hardman, out, though. I think they'll be fine. Which is why I'm really interested in this game. Oakland seems like a better team than when I was anticipating them as. So they're going to be a closer game though, yeah, without Tyree Kill. Yeah. Hardeman still is, he's just as fast, though. Yeah, but you really think... Uh, but he didn't even get a target. Yeah, because they didn't need him to. You didn't need him to? No. You know what? And also, they have an entire week this week. They're game planning for him. They're going to sim up some throws. He's going to stop time and take off. Okay, I'll put it's it to you this way. stupid. If... Oakland does beat Kansas City in this game. Do you give more credit to Gruden in this matter, being like, okay, it maybe, depends on how they maybe he is like worth that 10-year contract? The one thing I'll say about Oakland last week... Dude, it really I just, was impressive. I really was impressed. I, I love, can't lie. I love the baseball diamond on the field. I no, love you don't. it so much. It's my favorite thing. I can't wait for that to be gone. Oh, I wanted it to be there forever. And then also, I just like Gruden's facial expressions as he's coaching. They just put the camera on him. He's just like... He just never looks happy at all. Gruden's uh, the angriest individual alive. Yeah, it's fine. So what I'm most excited to watch this week, and I think this is very important for like, I mean, I'm just expecting the Chargers to still drop off, even though I had a lot of fun watching them. Like that, I think that second wild card spot's up. Why are you still talking about and this team? Like if Oakland pass protects well against Kansas City, against Okafer, against Frank Clark, against Chris Jones, and they give Carter thro- time to throw, and they score like you know 24 points, 27 points, and again, they give them time to throw. Like I'm legitimately interested in Oakland as maybe like a dark horse uh, you know, playoff team if they can do that because they can cover well on the outside. 
They have good safety play. Jonathan Abram did go down though. Yeah, but they they have other good safeties. Uh, he's still their rookie though. He's trying, to, he's trying to murder people. Okay, it was unbelievable watching him hit. I'm like, you're trying to kill somebody right now. If he kills somebody, then he gets to be nationally televised. Yeah, he gets to become the guy. Yeah, that, that brought the worst fears. You're the, the guy that killed somebody. Guess what? Now we have to kick you out of the league. I don't, do you, what do you think would happen? Would he go to jail? No, he wouldn't go to jail unless. I don't know. Now we're bringing up a good thing. You know what? I don't want to go down this road. This is a dark road. All I'm saying is... Let's go down the old town road. Yeah. (laughs) Ooh, now you want to be Billy Ray Cyrus? Uh, No. I got the rolling uh, so go. <laughs> I yeah I I don't know, I like really I think the thing is 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 o- can Oakland pass protect in this game? And that's all I really care about in this one. And I'm a believer, by the way. I'm I'm a pretty big believer. So you saw right Derek Carr's face? <sighs> no, I don't want to look at Derek Carr's <laughs> face ever. Derek Carr's face just has me so disappointed because it just looks like he's so good. He looks like the most sensitive human being alive. Yeah. You know who I thought was the most sensitive human being alive? Your brother. Yeah, I knew you were going to say and that. And yet, Derek Carr. He just feels a lot, okay? <laughs> Derek Carr may be a match for him. I wonder. Okay, here's the thing. I'm going to announce this on the, on the whole podcast for 4 million people to listen to. Your brother wears the gloves at the gas station. Yeah, that should does. never be the. That's the most sensitive thing I thought I've ever heard. You know, I did. What's worse, Derek I, Carr crying on the football field or gas gloves? I don't know. <laughs> I pumped gas and I ate a banana today. At the same time? Yeah. That's not healthy. I'm hardcore, dude. Did you wear gloves? No. Okay, well, I don't. I want to do right, that. So, what's your prediction for this one? Uh, so for th- this one, actually, I've, I'm really tough. I I've really wanted to. Keep remember going the line back and is forth. Kansas City. I plus uh, negative seven, so I, seven point favorites. Oh wait, either way, I have Oakland covering this. Okay, I'm a little. I want to do it, Matt. I want to do it so bad. Twenty four Oakland, thirty Kansas City. Okay, I have twenty four Oakland, but I have thirty eight Kansas City. Okay, so yeah, again, stop looking at my stuff, dude. It's like you're wanting to just pick like a touchdown <laughs> more than me. Cut our, it our, out. Our minds are melded together. Our minds aren't melded together. Yeah, they are. No, All right, not. so we're gonna take a quick break. When we come back, we'll talk I don't about. Don't want to do that. Uh, a few other games. I'm Alex Rodriguez, and I'm Jason Kelly from Bloomberg. This is the deal. Each week, you'll hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as uh, simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. And we're back. So the next thing we're going to talk about today is the Minnesota Vikings going to Green Bay. The Green Bay Packers are three-point favorites. This is a Green Bay Packers team that scored 10 points last week but held the Bears to three points total. This is also a Minnesota Vikings team that won despite Kirk Cousins throwing only 10 passes, completing eight of them for slightly more than 100 yards. And uh, I'm really glad that they turned Kirk Cousins into a worse version of Matt Schaub for $31 million a year. What are we talking about for more than... I have 98 yards from Kirk Cousins. You have more than 100? Oh, it is 98. Dude, I thought it was 108. Yeah, see, you know what? I'm I'm glad that I have my stat correction guy whispering in my ear right now saying that you're wrong. Yeah, I'm glad Because you're you usually too. wrong about more than half the time here. But I'm here to correct you. Don't you Good. worry. Good. You know what? When it comes to this game, I'm going to chalk it up this way for you, Matt. This is the game of I have no idea who the hell these two teams are. Mm. Which, Minis- team, which team do you think is more real? What do you think is more real? The Green Bay Packers defense or the Minnesota Vikings offense? Vikings offense with Dalvin Cook. 
And okay. that's just because before the season, it's both of these teams. That's why it's also going back to, I don't know what I'm going to get here. Both of these teams going into this season wanted to be like, oh, you know what? Our offensive has now been changed. We are now going to run first and then use the passing game as kind of like a secondary option. Well, you know what? Minnesota proved that. Minnesota did that in their first game with Dalvin Cook healthy. I mean, for God's sakes, man, the man had 21 carries, 111 yards, and two TDs. And I'll don't forget Alexander Madison, too. It, it's kind Nine of. Nine carries, 49 yards. And you know what? Granted, that may have been. Which we're not going to talk about this team, so maybe we can touch on a little bit here. Atlanta is crap. Their defense Atlanta, is always no, bad. No, 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 no. Stop it. Their defense Atlanta, is always no, bad. Matt, during this offseason, you and I gave them the benefit of the doubt, saying that they would always get injured, saying, who cares? They have the smaller defensive guys. And it's it's always not bad. that big of But they were injured. Yeah. No, this team wasn't injured, that, though. That's, no, this is why I talked this about team is this, this awful, is what I talked about dude. this summer. I said, this team is that terrible. I know. I'm Taylor. This summer, this is what I said. That's what you yell the at me. The defense is bad, and it's always bad. But it's always I, bad. I wasn't expecting this. This yeah. was God. This was gross. Yeah, they're like, small. And I don't bad. even care about what Matt Ryan's stats were or anything. You, this was awful. It was like twenty-one-zero for the entire that game. One, that one interception he threw was one of the. It was a Jameis Winston throw. It was. It was just so terrible to watch. But granted, to Minnesota's favor, they really wanted to come into the season. And if Dalvin Cook is healthy, this is what their team wanted to do. On the other end, with Green Bay, Green Bay's game was gross. Yeah. And I don't know if Matt this... Matt is not the offensive coordinator. I, and that's the thing. Was this Green Bay? Was this their defense? Or was Trubisky, which, by the way, goes back to one of my points earlier in the offseason, Trubisky's crap. He missed a lot of I'm, I'm seeing crap a lot this episode because Trubisky disappointed well, me that well, much to where it was such garbage I still think that tr- I watched. Matt, no, 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 stop it. He threw it into three guys over one guy <laughs> and said, you know what? I could fit it there. Yeah. No, you can't. What are you doing? Well, he's one of the most aggressive quarterbacks in football. Stop it. That wasn't aggressive. That was, I give up. This is like third and 25. I don't even care anymore. Yeah. It was like a crybaby throw. Well, I mean, the, it wasn't that. It was just all the inaccuracy he had. It was like watching Cam so, Newton last week, too, where it's like whoa, they're missing open throws. Like You have to hit these throws consistently, and he wasn't doing it. And like I know like watching watching some analysis on it, it's like, yeah, these other throws are open on the field that he's missing, too. It's like he's missing reads that he should have knew how to make two years ago. Um, but it's also like we talked about, too, like he's made big jumps every year. But me and you were not expecting expect- him to be. Yeah. It's also week one, and the Packers have a good defense. That was one of the things I talked about, too. But you they think could they're have that a top, good? I think they're going to have a top five pass rush. And that Zed- good? Zadarius Zed- Smith was awesome. He's awesome. That good, Matt. I get what you're saying, Kenny but Clark that good? Awesome too. No, but it's one game, though, so far. Like, I still like Chicago. I think... There's, I think Trubisky's still going to be much better than what he just did. Um, I just, I think the Packers' pass rush is really good, and uh, I, I think their defense is going to be better than their offense this year, mainly because they, they are going to struggle to run the ball. I think, and also they don't have another receiving option at all. They don't have a second receiver. Yeah, what are you talking about they with Packers? Yeah, they don't even Jim uh, Graham's back. Yeah, but Valdez too. was fine. He's whatever. Yeah, he's but okay. He, he still caught the TD. No, he didn't. He caught a 49-yard pass. I thought he caught the T. Jimmy Graham caught the touchdown. Oh, wait, wait, wait. That was right. That it was, was actually, when he kind of ran around it, and he threw that fade But out. it was an uncharacteristic pass from Aaron Rodgers, which is why I like blanked yeah. out from it. Scam- it was because it really was the, just a throw-up ball. Pass. Yeah. Which you knew Jimmy Graham could still jump like he that. He jumped like six inches. <laughs> He's still, you were so upset. It was like me trying to jump, jump basketball. You were so upset and jealous at the same time. I love it. Either way, when it comes to this Packers team, it... Let's, you know what? Let's go back to a little bit more of Chicago because I just want to talk about this. 
I stated that if I was Chicago's defense, I would walk up to Trubisky and I would just punch him in the face. <laughs> just somebody from the defense just walk up and punch him in the face saying, oh, you needed no. you needed less than 10 points. I just want to make sure that we're on the same no, page. You, you, go you needed to him, single digits you go in order for us to win. Three points? Yeah, exactly. Three points. You just hit him. You just hit him so hard, square in the face. It's not you want one of these. It's you give him one of these. Yeah. I mean, again, it's week one. The Packers are going to have a better defense this year. I can't yeah, but it's they division, won bro. That game. They it's division, bro. I understand all that. I'm just saying, like, sometimes players have a bad game. I'm not buying that. But let's go back to the Packers here. I'm with you on what you were saying about Matt LaFleur's offense. Dude, this it's was bad. garbage. It was this is the exact year. same offense that we've seen Aaron Rodgers run. There was no difference in anything because guess what? When the run didn't work, because who was it? What was it? What, what, what do he, we have here for the stats? Let me look this up. Oh, Jones, 13 carries for 39 yards. You know what I do with that? Nothing. I mean, how I much, do nothing but how much that. of that is also you're running against the Bears front? And Chuck Pagano was a lot of fun that game, too. But when it comes to that, but that's kind of my point when it comes down to it. When your run is not working for the 13 carries and 39 yards. And he's, he keeps running it, though. But it's That's like all a, he wants to do is run but the he, ball. But here's my thing. Here, here's the issue on what I have. Do you think LaFleur, because this is what I feel like, he just whispered in Aaron Rodgers' ear, dude, I give up. This is all you. No, I think. He, I feel like that's what the second half turned into. It was just, dude, this is you. You got this. Just throw it. I think he's the just... touchdown pass was really, or I'm sorry, the 49 yard pass was really, dude. This is you. Just throw it. That was an Aaron Rodgers throw that was not set up, and you know that. Yeah, it was a great throw. I mean, I like he wants to run the ball a lot. That's the problem, and it's an ineffective way to do it. He, he he doesn't really spread anything out. He also like his running game is really uninteresting too, and like all the cute stuff he does sucks. I hate, like, I hate all the cute stuff he does. I I really don't like. It's LaFleur. not like Kellen Moore's cute stuff at yeah, all. Yeah, not at all. No, I really, I don't really, I really don't enjoy watching Lafleur play. Um, in Minnesota's defense, do you think this? We talked about earlier this year. We said it was probably a top ten unit. I was really surprised by how well they covered. Like Xavier Rhodes was incredible last week. You know, Jones got nearly next to nothing. Sanu got next to nothing. The only like passing that they threw that was whenever the game was close was like Calvin Ridley pulling one catch out of his butt, and then Diva, and then Foreman could did he get, hold on? Did he really pull it out of his butt? Yeah. How did he do that? Well, the ball hit the ground and he snuck it out. Snuck so, it. Snuck a football. So out of his butt. he just pulled it out of his butt. Yeah, and then the refs didn't see what he did there. If you could pull that out of your butt, you got to tell it, dude. And Freeman couldn't do anything against him at all either. Freeman is worthless. Oh, my Lord. I think Freeman is one of the most overrated running backs in the entire league. Just give the ball to Hines already. We're done with this. We can see what Freeman does. It's not much. He was the low-to-the-ground running back that everybody believed would be great. I don't know if he just can't remember a playbook or he just get hurt too easily. Either way. Well, he's been hurt for like two years. Guess what? Go sit on the bench. We're done with you. He's been hurt for We're two done. years. They you know pay him too much money, Matt, Matt, guess what? Look at me. Look at me. We're done. They pay him too much. We're done. Him. Um, yeah, but the Packers offense by DVOA 29th right now. The two the defenses, Green Bay's, Minnesota's defense is fourth by DVOA. Um, the Packers' defense is, I mean, this is all messed up. Man, I all know I know is that. I just want to go back to, look at me. I'm the captain now. Yeah. That's all I want to say. I just like saying that. Oh, but let's let's go back to this whole concept here. Aaron Rodgers versus Kirk Cousins in this game. I It's really a tale of who... This is really going to be on where I feel which team is where they are at this season. This game is going to tell me a lot because if Kirk Cousins performs well, Dalvin Cook runs all over them, Minnesota is the real freaking deal. No matter what you tell me, if they were to win this game convincingly, Minnesota is the real deal. Yeah. If Green Bay were to win this game 
convincingly and or convincingly what convincingly I don't convincingly. know convincingly the, man these words are just too big for me sometimes yeah but either way when it comes to Aaron Rodgers if you were to perform the way everybody expects him to perform and they were to win the game then it's like Green Bay's back here we go well, this, this really is, is a tale I of mean, just two different teams on where they're going to go yeah, this it's, season yeah it's a narrative thing uh, but I love the narrative I love the I drama I know you love the narrative give me the reality TV I just like the football dude it's like the bachelor I want the, for I want me the dude condensed I just want the football, dude. You don't, hey, you don't even like your own brain. team when it comes to the football. Yeah, I do. No, you don't. I like it when they throw the ball far. You like it when they throw the ball far. Yeah. That's like you saying that you look at the sky. I like the pretty colors. Same thing. See, this is the problem with you. Colors and just, I don't know. What it's love. Like, talent. Talent and colors. That's all you care about. Yeah. Face masks. Yellow face masks. Yellow. I hate you. Uh, yeah, so I... I th- th- and again, like you're talking about the Raiders game too. I think the most important thing is if the Vikings can protect Kirk Cousins. They're gonna ru- they're gonna blitz him a lot. They're gonna bring a lot of pressure off the edge. The Packers have two really good outside cornerbacks. Uh, they'll bring Darnell Savage into the box, helps off the running cook. And so it's like, can Cousins actually sit back in the pocket, play well under pressure? Last year was the best cr- best year he's ever had playing under pressure. The problem was that he was so bad whenever there wasn't pressure. That completely uh, crippled their offense. So, and that, that's what I'm looking for in this one. And I think the Packers are going to get a pass rush on him. Uh, I still can't believe Cousins getting paid thirty-one million dollars to throw less than hundred yards in a game and still win by you know two scores really comfortably. I disagree with you, my man. I'm sorry, but if Kirk Cousins is going to throw eight for ten, what else do you want? Ninety-eight yards, TD. That's what you want. What else are you going to ask him to do? <laughs> I'm sorry, but what else? It's like when you I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. It's hilarious and all this. It's just. I well, love it. I mean, I love. I mean, what I else you gonna want him to do, right? Too, he's gonna have to do something this week. That's my point. That's why I say this game matters a lot. Yeah, it's important. This is a very important game. It's the second week of the season. I get it, but this is a big telling well, and, game and also, on where the season's gonna go. Also, if Green I, Bay wins. They're I they're two like, and zero in the division. Also, I feel like you're wanting to feed into my reality TV buildup here, and no. I'm kind of liking it. No, I'm not. I think you should I think buy it's a more. Big game. Just I'm buy more into me, dude. All right, so what's your pick? By the way, I crossed this out like three times. Okay, I didn't like. I kept going back and forth. So, because I don't want to look like a fool, and I can't bet on Kirk Cousins. <laughs> I have Vikings twenty-eight. I have Packers thirty-one. That's too many points. Whoa, That's no, no. You think this is going to be a defensive struggle? Yeah. Eventually, both quarterbacks, in my opinion, are going to get desperado, and it's going to be a shootout. Mm, I there have, we go. Um, I, same thing. I'm picking the points, but I think Minnesota loses because it's Kirk Cousins. So I have Minnesota 23, Green Bay 24. Did you just really talk like uh, smack about my picks when it's really, once again, like That's too many down. points. 28 to 31 versus 24 and 23? Yeah, that's 12 more Is that points. what you just said? Yeah, that's 12 more this points. This is ridiculous. That's points. really more points. I'm like so sick and tired of you. Like I don't even want to continue the season at all. That's fine. I'm going to kick you off my show. Get off. All right. So the next thing we have here, the Pittsburgh Steelers going to Seattle play the Seahawks. Every match of the Super Bowl when I was in, I think, sixth grade, that was the one where the Seahawks scored that touchdown. They called offensive pass interference where it wasn't. And, you know, they were like the refs were out to get them. And Bill Cowher was crying. And I was like, I hate Bill Cowher. He was the coach there for like 16 years until he finally won a Super Bowl. Um, but so you love the Pittsburgh Steelers. I know that you watched the entire game last weekend. And you said, quote, it was the most fun I've ever had watching a football game in my entire life. I hate you so much. And it's 
It's beyond anything on how much I hate you right now. Why are you wanting to bring this up? I feel like we were having good conversations. We were just talking about Kirk Cousins, Aaron Rodgers, and now you're trying to make me mad. Yeah. Okay. I would, after last week's game for the Pittsburgh Steelers, if I was one of the Rooney family members, I would walk down on the field after the game and I would have fired Mike Tomlin. It's that easy. And it's this, this is my example on why and this is my reasoning why. Matt, during halftime, I can't remember what the score was. Either way, I think it was like 17-3, whatever it was. It was like 17-0, whatever. I can't remember what the score was. Either way, it was disgusting. Bill Belichick was interviewed, and she she goes, oh, so how do you feel about that half? Do you feel like your team is turning the right way? Bill's response was, you know what? I know they're going to be making adjustments. I wasn't satisfied with certain things. We're going to get ready. We're going to get prepared, and we're going to make our own adjustments for the second half. A Bill Belichick type of response. Yeah. They go up to Mike Tomlin after the first half, too, and they go, Mike Tom, hey, do you feel like that this first half? Do you feel like you struggled? Do you think you're going to make changes? No, we're not going to make any changes. We're just going to execute a little bit better. What? <laughs> you have to wait. Wait, what did you just freaking say? He's like, I, hold you, on, hold he's on. like you understand I don't get paid hourly. Wait, 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 wait. Bill Belichick just said he's going to make changes because he wasn't satisfied with his group on what they did in the first half. He also believed that Mike Tomlin would be making changes in the second half because his team did not perform well. Mike Tomlin's response is, I'm not going to make any changes. I would walk down the field after the game and I would fire him right on the spot to his face in front of the entire team and say, this is unacceptable. I cannot believe that he has a job. I'm just going to say it. I cannot believe he has a freaking job after what I saw. You talked so much smack in the offseason. Look at our team. Look at this offense. Ben Roethlisberger, look what we're doing, man. We don't have that distractions. We have everything we need. And you show up and you do that? You're the whipping dog. You're the the tryout. You're the New England, like, practice game. It's embarrassing. (laughs) I just, I'm so upset with this team because... I was not expecting that. I was expecting them to lose, but not lose Matt, like that. Matt, that was ugly. That was, you know what? You're you're the sister, and I'm the big brother. Don't you ever bring a boy around me again. Do you understand me? Well, I mean, they always lose to him. I bet, yeah, terrible. losing 33-3 was uh, extremely unexpected. I've never been so angry, dude. I'm Vance McDonald. Yeah, it's like what I texted you. And granted, I have a little bit of a bias here. Vance McDonald is on my fantasy team for clarification, even though nobody gives a damn. I'm just bringing this out because he didn't get a pass attempt his way until 90 seconds left in the game. For the entire game, he didn't throw it to his tight end. Yeah. And instead, they lined up in a five receiver, five, five wide receiver set. And what did you say about Moncrief? He had 10 targets and one catch. He had three catches. Big Ben was garbage. Garbage. Uh, Roethlisberger's 27-47 for 276 yards. Sorry, that was my rant there. I mean, part of it comes down to, you know, whenever you go down big, you throw the ball a lot, and you end up in those sort of wide receiver sets. But, I mean, more than anything, like, you, like, they don't, they don't have like Smith Schuster's good enough to be able to like be the number one wide receiver. He wasn't the last game. He well, really but wasn't. again, he's going against Stephen Gilmore, who's the best cornerback, one of the best Fair. cornerbacks in football. And so the context there is important. But like you. the problem is they don't they don't they haven't figured out the rest of their wide receiver group yet. They don't know if it's gonna be Moncrief or Johnson or James Washington or 
even like Johnny Holton. Like they have no idea what they're going to do with their second wide receiver spot. And until they figure that out, I think Pittsburgh's going to struggle a lot throughout this year. But I think the biggest thing this game showed was you know, the concern we had during the season with them is that even though they added initial quarterback in Justin Lane, they have a great pass rush. They don't have good. They don't have good safety play. You can throw the ball deep against them. And Philip Dorsett called two deep touchdowns. Brady did a really great job throwing deep against them this game. And uh, and now they're playing against like the most efficient deep passing offense of all time last year in Russell Wilson and the Seattle Seahawks this game. Um, what I loved a lot about Seattle, like going back to the same thing, like it's nice to have some continuity. They threw, they ran the ball 25 times or 72 yards against Cincinnati. They threw the ball 20 times for 231 yards against Cincinnati. So the Seahawks are already doing what they did last year. They're going to run the ball 25 times, throw the ball 20 times, and then play, you know, competent defense behind that, which is just so stupid and hilarious. All right, so if you want me to jump down to Seattle, all I'm going to be asking you is, because I know you, you may have watched like maybe a little bit of this game, but did you see the Red Rocket and how he has yeah, a new Yeah, I watched la- the whole game. Did you see how he has a new launching pad and how Taylor was right about the whole time? He played better. Oh, well, he looks so the, much better, the thing about The thing about it, one, they pass protects a lot better. He looked a lot they, better, man. The biggest thing is they got the ball out quickly for him. So and, I'm saying. They're and new coach. Also, you're new talking coach. about We're talking about five wide receiver sets. That's all they they just spread it out in five wide receiver sets. The Seahawks play a lot of zone, and they really did a good job attacking like in between the hash mark and the sideline. That they found a lot of open throws in those parts of the field, and uh, the jo- I'm glad John Ross finally did something in his entire career. Like that pass should have been picked off, but it was still incredible that he even caught like a pass that deep and actually had something that was farther than 39 yards in his career. I thought I I just wanted to bring that little tidbit up only because like when I told you, dude, this was Cincinnati was my team that was kind of going to be able to shock everybody because unlike you, I will still not say the team's name that shall not be named. And you keep running your mouth about them and during this I entire show. No, 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 dude, I'm still, like sticking still, with you I right now. Like, get the, bang, the hell out of here, dude. The are a six-win team, but I think what the key is, you take that game and think about this game here. If the Steelers are going to run five wide receiver sets and Penn Roethlisberger, you just kind of saw uh, Cincinnati do it last week. Uh, Dalton threw 450 yards. You, They have the same sort of receiver sets. And the key here is just to be able to find their holes in their zone coverage that they run all the time. All right, so I'm going to jump now to Seattle to kind of touch on your points as well because I like Seattle so much because Russell Wilson and this whole offense, I kind of like it. It's the same thing. as it was last but, year. But that's what I like about it. I, I like that you try so hard with the running when it comes to the offensive game plan, but yet whenever you throw the ball, guess what? It's going to be a 30-yard pass. No matter what it is, it's a 30-yard pass. It's just going to happen. They, and the thing that was disappointing was Lockett dropped one, dude. Yeah. It hit him square in the chest, and it was a 30-yard, at least a 30-yard bomb to him. Hit him in the square chest. He just drops it. Do you think Metcalf is really going to be like, do you think that Lockett and Metcalf on either side is going to be able to be the ultimate kind of dynamic duo for Russell Wilson? Because after seeing this offense and their game plan and their strategy and their defense, I like it. And I'm going to bring one more question up to you because I know you're kind of a defensive guy and you like watching people's lines. Seattle, one of six NFL teams to do three linebackers for 90% of the plays on defense. What do you think of it? That's a good stat. You like that? Well, I just... I did it for you. I just don't. I mean, I know they're playing base, though. Or they're well, it's four three. three. I, think, I think it was a but four three. Is what they're saying. They could be running a three three also, though. Uh, 
but they're I saying guess, Seattle's the best at what they were doing oh, when about it comes to it. Yeah, yeah. They it's still a, it's just 450 yards that game, though. I get you, but 450 yards and how many points? Also, I, but they also it was 20 of, points though out of that, dude. That's pretty damn impressive when you think about it. I get what you're saying with yards, but just like what you've always said with you being a yards guy, it I mean, wasn't yeah, that yards great. Are stupid. Exactly. So according to your points, it wasn't that impressive from Cincinnati. Well, I mean, there. I mean, again, but it's still like red zone defense changes a lot, and also the Bengals had three turnovers. That's the reason why they didn't score a bunch of points is because of the turnover issue. It's not a moving the ball issue; it's a turnover issue. And Dude, don't discredit my points. I mean, that's how that's how it works. If you have points with you. yards, you're gonna score points. But turnovers are big. Is what happened in that game. Um, I I don't know. I like playing base. I like teams that play base defense more because it's more fun. But whenever you have the linebacker that they have, which I'm you know I'm so stupid. I can't think of his name now. Oh wait, it's the not greatest linebacker of all time, Bobby Wagner. Yeah, yeah, whenever there we you, go, Bobby. Whenever you have Wagner, you don't need to play through linebackers. Also, like their offense too. Yeah, like, I like their offense. I like how how it's built. I like teams that run the ball because I like running the ball. I don't like all the throwing all the time. But they need to run the ball like seven times less a game. Like if they ran the ball seven or eight less times a game, they would score probably seven more points a game. I got you, and it's because it wasn't and impressive. It, it's unbelievable. It wasn't impressive they're, what yeah, they were not doing. That good their, running their running game wasn't that good. The and Bengals, I got you. And the Bengals have one of the worst linebacker groups in the league too. Like you can run on them, uh, and they only were able to pick up you know three three point two yards a carry in that one. So that was what was frustrating. The I'm one, with you on that one. The one thing too is Clowney had you know one sack. He dropped interception. He had quarterback hit. He had tackle for a loss. Playing in a brand new defense, playing zero time this summer. After the client trade, like I switched and thought they would be a uh, a playoff team, and kind of dr- and then made a, made a switch my pick. But with them, the one thing that I liked a lot too is Quinn Jefferson, a really big game, and that Ansel hasn't played yet, and they'll get Jerron Reed later on. So like by week ten, like this defense is going to be they're going to obliterate people. And Clowney didn't have, have the box score numbers, but he led the league in pass rush win rate, which just says like how quickly you beat your block within two and a half seconds. And it was just hard to put a lot of pressure on the quarterback with Dalton, getting the ball out as quickly as he did too. Um, so who do you have in this game? What's your pick? All right, so for my pick in this game, dude, just to let you know, I kind of am regretting my whole Steelers pick for this conference because this is where I'm at with this game after watching last game. I have Seattle 23. I have Steelers 14. I can give two S-H-I-T-S <laughs> about Pittsburgh right now. I can't. I would fire Tomlin so freaking fast. Yeah. And I hope Seattle destroys them. I truly do, man. They run the ball too much destroying by them. No, no, no. It doesn't matter. I just want them to win. By yeah, Seattle yeah. standards, destroying is by seven points. Yeah. But I, I hate them, dude. Pittsburgh um, can go F themselves. Yeah, I have Pittsburgh losing... 23-17. Damn, you even have a loss out of this. Okay. Yeah, I've been losing 23-17. And, I, I mean, like, I think they, I think Pittsburgh, they're going to learn how to move the ball through the air. This is the game to do it. Because, again, you can run five wide receiver sets, and, like, they have to figure out who that second third wide receiver is going to be. And this is their best chance to do it. It's got to be Washington, but yet they didn't even like force it or He's anything like that. He's just a deep threat. Though. Yeah, I know exactly right. He's not they a first down receiver. You know what? Who should have been the first down receiver and the main guy? His name is Vance McDonald. Because yeah. he shouldn't have looked for him just with 90 seconds left in the game. God, Big Ben is such a piece of crap. Yeah. All right. So let's let's put on our, our cowboy hats, partner. Head down the Saltgrass Steakhouse. Oh, you want me to talk about you it? You talk about the Dallas. Oh, Cowboys. okay. Here we go. 
So it but goes. You also have to mention the Case Keenum's good. Oh God. Okay. First of all, let's touch on the Washington debacle here. I was actually really pissed off with your whole Case Keenum nonsense because Case Keenum was my guy. I thought he was going to beat the Philadelphia Eagles. I thought he was going to do it, dude. He had the 30 for 44 for 380 and three TDs. I thought he was the guy. When guys went out, I was a little bit so-so on it because now they don't have a running guy, especially because Adrian Peterson, I believe they even said he was done for the game before well, they the game they started. Yeah, him. they didn't even activate him. you see the shade you threw him, too? He's say? like, we play Adrian Peterson. We're going to run eye formation, hand, hand him the ball 30 times a game, but we're not doing that. <laughs> Oh, wow. Well, all right. Well, you don't got to say that, man. Either way, when it comes to this, I was a little bit disappointed. I don't believe in Philly that much, which is why I was really pumped about Washington. But what Dallas did in New York, my man, it's like what everybody says. Oh, New York is such a bad team. This, this and this. I get you. We're on the same page. But you know what? Dallas never has done that. Yeah. When have they ever gone up to the Giants or a divisional opponent and been, this is done, this is owned, go away? That has never, ever happened for the Dallas Cowboys. And the fact that they just worked in a Zeke, Dak looks spot on with every single one of his throws, Cooper, oh my Lord. And the most surprising thing about the game was not only with Corn on the Cobb, Gallup is the real freaking deal. I think he and caught I can't all his believe, targets in that game. I can't believe Gallup is this good. He is the biggest surprise for me. Biggest disappointment from the last game was easily the defense. I did not like the way they looked. They gave up way too much. Saquon destroyed us. And even when the first seven points hit, I go, crap, we may lose. There you go. Yeah. But Dallas for this game against Washington, if they were to win and if it's more than by seven points, this is what I go back to, man. This is the real deal. I have them women, you know. To chalk it up, I have Dallas. 35, I have the Redskins, 24. 35-24. I have Washington, 17. I have Dallas, 26. I just wanted to go off a little bit on my team there because you don't believe in your team, so I feel like that at least one Texas person should believe in their team. Yeah. Yeah, seriously, I hate you. All right. Well, like again, when Houston throws the ball down Dude, field, screw you. You have the best receiver in the watch. league. It's what we just went over, man. You can't even be pumped about that. And you even like your quarterback. Come on, man. You're an... You're an a-hole. I, like, I want to say ASS hole right now, but you're lucky I can't. Look, here's this is the problem with the Texans for me. It's like, you ever lay on the couch or lay on your bed, and you think, and you think about all the different realities and possibilities for life that are out there, and you can feel them, and you can, like, see it, and, like, you you know, like, faintly, you can, you no. can taste that it's there. With the Texans, like, there is a different reality out there where even, like, if you take this offseason on, and you're like, oh, this team is a slam dunk Super Bowl contender. Like this is the best chance they they would have to compete since 2011. Their best chance ever as a franchise to actually compete for something more than losing the divisional round of the NFL playoffs. And they botched it. They screwed the whole thing up, and they keep screwing it up more and more and more. And uh, it, yeah, it's unbelievable that they had like this. They had such a spectacular opportunity, and just all the mistakes they made since then. It's just, it's nauseating. It's so stupid, but. Again, I think like, you're wrong on this one. When man. they're throwing the ball a lot and they're throwing the ball downfield, they're fun. I just think the defense is going to be really bad and they're going to have to win a lot of games. But they're going to win games by close points against passing offenses that are better than they are. I think, the you're, I think you're wrong on this one, dude. I feel like that the Battle Red Taylor blog should really be going viral at this point because the Texans are the real deal. Okay. And I feel like they're going to win the division easily now. Easily. 
You heard it here first. Mm, I still gonna lose the division. They're gonna be ten and six. You're trying to tell me they're not gonna be ten if and they, six. If they win the division, they'll win the division. It's like a nine seventeen. Okay, they're, they're not gonna win ten. They're games. ten and six. They're not. They're ten and six because for me, they're gonna win every single one of their division games. You think so? Yes. Okay. You wanna make a bet on this? Yeah, I bet you they're not gonna win. All, all right, 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 wait, wait. Let's make a fair bet. Four and two in the division. Four and two. Four and two. You wanna make that bet? No, because then they go four and two in the division. Okay, five I think and the one. Problem is five and one in the division. Yeah, Hold I'll on. make that bet. You want to make that bet? Dinner? Yeah. Dinner. We're done. More than dinner. Oh, <laughs> only if you treat me right. Yeah. All right. So to recap, I have it's Houston versus Jacksonville. The Jags are nine and a half point underdogs. I have Houston winning 24 20. You have Houston winning 24 13. Raiders going to Kansas City. The Chiefs are seven point favorites. I have Kansas City 24 38. You have Kansas City 24-30. Um, the Vikings are going to Green Bay. The Vikings are three-point underdogs. I have Green Bay 24-23. You have Green Bay 31-28. Pittsburgh's going to Seattle. Seattle are four-point favorites. Um, or Seattle, Seattle's four-point underdogs at home. I have them winning 23-17. You have them winning 23-14. Dallas is going to Washington. Washington are four-point or six-point underdogs. Uh, I have them losing seventeen twenty six. You have them losing twenty four thirty five. God, I feel so good right now. Yeah. Yeah. Good. You gonna hold me during this rainstorm? No, not at all. I can't believe it's raining right now. It's Look nice. how hard it's raining. It's good. God, I'm scared. Yeah. Shimmer me timbers, am I right? Yeah. Well, if you're still listening, thank you for listening to the show, everybody. This is remember, this is a movement, fam. Tell your friends, tell your family. Dude, we have like 4 million listeners. Like, everybody is telling everybody right now. Yeah. Keep it coming. Join the legion of our 4 million listeners. Because 4 million is just the start. We're going to take over the globe. Um, And so we'll be back on, at least on Monday, maybe Sunday night, to talk about the Texans-Jaguars game. And then you and I will be sitting here doing this again uh, to talk about week three next week. Wow. The time goes by so fast. But... Anyways, my name is Matt Weston. Thank you for listening to Bell Red Radio. And thank you for being on with me this afternoon, Taylor. Support us so we can do basketball as well. Ooh.